looking for people. He's at work right now, even though we may not be able to see it. And I know that God wants to work through every one of you watching this. He wants to use you in someone else's life. We find as we read in chapter two that that Naomi becomes concerned for Ruth's future. And so she devises this plan for, for Ruth to go and grab this man Boaz's attention. She tells Ruth, Ruth, I want you to put on your best clothes. Ruth, I want you to smell nice. I want you to come in and clean up after working in the fields. And I want you to look good. And I want you to go to Boaz. And I want you to present yourself to him. And just maybe... He, he might take an interest in you. Now, this is interesting part of the story. You see, Boaz is a distant relative of Elimelech. Elimelech was Naomi's husband. Boaz is a distant relative of his. And Naomi understands this. And so she understands the, the Hebrew culture about when someone's widowed with no kids how someone can come in and still redeem the family name. Let's read about this story of uh, this section of, of, of Ruth going to present herself to Boaz. She's dressed up. She smells nice. Look what the word of the Lord says. After Boaz had finished eating and drinking, he was in good spirits. You fill in the blank there. You know where he's at. And he laid down at the far end of the pile of grain and he went to sleep. Then Ruth came quietly, uncovered his feet, and laid down. Around midnight, Boaz suddenly woke up and he turned over. He was surprised to find a woman lying at his feet. Who are you? He asked. I'm your servant, Ruth, she replied. Spread the corner of your covering over me, for you are my family redeemer. The Lord bless you, daughter, Boaz exclaimed. Again, kindness. You are showing even more family loyalty now than you did before, for for you have not gone after a younger man, whether rich or poor. Now, don't worry about a thing, my daughter. I will do what is necessary for everyone in town knows that you are a virtuous woman. But while it's true that I am one of your family redeemers, there is another man who is more closely related to you than I am. And so stay here tonight. And in the morning, I will talk to him. If he's willing to redeem you very well, let him marry you. But if he is not willing, then surely as the Lord lives, I will redeem you myself. Now lie down here until the morning. As I was saying to you earlier, in this Hebrew culture, it it, it was fitting that if a man died leaving a wife with no sons to carry on the, 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 the family line. It was in Hebrew culture fitting for the, the dead man's nearest brother to then marry the widow so that they could conceive and carry on the family line. In doing so, that widow would still be a part of, of that clan And she would still be the recipient of all that that family had. Everything that that, that they owned, she would still be entitled to and and be able to to be protected and provided for and, and, and what have you. And that's what we're seeing play out here in the book of Ruth. Ruth comes to Boaz 
But Boaz understands that, hey, Ruth, listen, I am not the next in line. I'm a distant relative. There is one that is closer, that is more fitting. It's more appropriate in, in, in our culture for him to marry you. But, but, but Ruth, if he chooses not to marry you, then I will do what is the right thing. I love that. Doing the right thing thing. We, we live in a culture where it is so easy not to do the right thing, do we not? It, it's really easy in our day and age, and I'm guilty of this sometimes as well, to, to make the easy choice, to take the easy way out. It's easy for me, as I know it is for you sometimes, that when there are so many people speaking a message that you really don't believe in, is it not easy sometimes just to remain silent and not speak up against it? I don't want to ruffle anybody's feathers. I don't want to cause any waves. I, you know, I, I'm just going to go with the flow, and that's just the way it is. I'm thankful that we have this situation in the book of Ruth where, where that was not Boaz's mentality. In fact, I love, but Boaz would probably tell you and I this, that, that, that we must not only do what's right, but we must do it the right way. I mean, here's this woman, and Boaz treated her with respect and dignity. He did not give in. And not only that, he said, listen, I will do the right thing for you, but there is a right, right is always right, and there's, you've heard me say this, there's never a right way to do the wrong thing, right? Right is always right. And Boaz here is demonstrating to us this idea that, guys, we've got to stand up for what's right, but we must stand up and do it in the appropriate and right way. I'm reminded as we continue in this story that God oftentimes uses little decisions to carry out big plans. You see, when you read in Ruth chapter four, you're going to find that, that Boaz finds this, this next nearest brother of Elimelech and says, hey, listen, this is Ruth and she belongs to your family. Will you marry her? And the man, uh, you know, declines to, to marry Ruth because he doesn't want to, scripture says, divide his inheritance between another heir. And so he refuses and so since he's refused, then now it is appropriate and it is right, in the right way, in the right time for Boaz to step in. God oftentimes uses little decisions to carry out big plans. Now, I know that marrying someone is not necessarily a little decision, but it was, I think, an easy decision for Boaz here in Ruth chapter 4. Because he, he wanted to do what was right, and he took the appropriate measures to make sure that, that Ruth was taken care of, but he wanted to do it culturally correct. But when that didn't happen, he steps in. And that little decision to become the redeemer in Ruth's life carried big plans. Ruth chapter 4. So Boaz took Ruth into his home, and she became his wife. When he slept with her, the Lord enabled her to become pregnant, and she gave birth to a son. Then the women of the town said to Naomi, praise the Lord, who has now provided a redeemer for your family. May this child be famous in Israel. Underline that last phrase. 
May this child be famous in Israel. You see that little decision that Boaz made doing it the right way in the right time had a huge impact on history. You know, I'm reminded that God oftentimes works in mysterious ways, does he not? I mean, think about a time in your life in which you just didn't know how it was gonna work out, but then God steps in and he does something and it still just blew your mind. That's oftentimes how God works. He works in mysterious ways. Here's what I mean by that in this story. Ruth was a poor widow. Ruth was a foreigner. Yet God used this poor widow foreigner to bless her and produce part of the line of David and Jesus. You see, Ruth and Boaz got pregnant here, as it says in Ruth chapter four, and they gave birth to a son by the name of Obed. Obed became a father. He gave birth to a son by the name of Jesse. Jesse became a father one day, gave birth to one of nine sons by the name of David. David, yes, King David. And of course, we can trace David's lineage all the way down as he was a forefather of our very own Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. God works in mysterious ways. If that's not enough to mess you up, do you know who Boaz's mother was? Rahab. That's right. The prostitute. Yes, the one that God protected and saved from Jericho, the one who, 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 who became a woman of great faith, who, who had a sordid history. She became the mother of this kinsman redeemer by the name of Boaz. Can you just imagine how many times Boaz must have thought about his mom's past, but was able to see her salvation and restoration? And now here is God using him to become a kinsman redeemer. Kindness put on display. Boaz demonstrated what the Bible calls hesed. Hesed. In Hebrew, it, it means merciful, compassionate, grace-filled, loving kindness. You know, we as people of God are to be people that practice hesed. We're to be kind people. Are you kind? Are you demonstrating kindness? In fact, as we wrap it up, that's kind of our, our, our love and action challenge for you this week. The, the question I have for you is, who has demonstrated kindness to you? Can you think of someone what have they done to demonstrate kindness to you? And not only that, let me ask you this. How can you this week demonstrate hesed? How can you demonstrate kindness to someone this week? Godly people are kind people. You know, I'm thankful for this Old Testament story. Boaz becoming the redeemer of Ruth 
because it reminds me of another story that all of us can relate to. How you and I were foreigners and we were distant and we were unprotected and in great danger. But God in his great love and mercy sent a redeemer to us. His name was Jesus. What? Yeah, Jesus, this very one who is from the lineage of this very Ruth and Boaz that we just looked at. You see, Boaz was a foreshadower of what Jesus would be for you and I. And Jesus comes to redeem and restore us, to give us a future and a hope, to provide and to protect, to forgive us of all of our wrongdoings and set us on a trajectory towards a future in which he wants to use us to demonstrate hesed towards others. I pray that you've experienced the love of Jesus and the forgiveness that he offers all of us. Today, I want you to know that we stand ready to pray with you if you'd like to make that type of decision today. Or maybe you're in a difficult circumstance or situation in life and you're like, you know, I would just love for someone to partner with me and and pray with me and encourage me as I face whatever it is. Well, we stand ready to do that here at 1910 Church. In fact, if you will text PRAY1910 to, to the number 97000, we have a prayer team right now that wants to come alongside of you in your time of need. Text the word PRAY1910 to the number 97000. And we would be honored to partner with you. Father, thank you for the reminder today through this story of Naomi, Ruth, and Boaz of how, God, there is no one too far gone in which you still can't redeem them and use them. God, thank you for the example of Boaz as he demonstrated kindness time and time again, not only to to his, his co-workers, people that served him, but to Ruth and Naomi. God, it's that same kindness that you've demonstrated towards us by sending Jesus to become our redeemer. And Father, I pray that for everyone listening today, that no matter what they're facing in life, they would understand that you are still involved in their life. You're orchestrating something that we can't see. And may we continue to follow you even during these tough times. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you.